What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of Real Deal No Chill. Thank you for everybody that has been liking and subscribing and leaving comments on our um, on all of the platforms. We love y'all so, 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 so much for sticking with us. I yeah. mean, I, I, I nicknamed y'all Chillins. These are our chillings. Y'all like chillings? You're like chillings. Chit- like, it kind of sounds like chitlins. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so back to the drawing board. It's whatever. Cool. Right. But anyways, I'll, I'll figure I'll figure out a name for y'all. But we love y'all. We love the support. I know y'all be getting my daily uh, real deal. No chill. Uh, yes, I like chilling. Um, inspirational things. So continue to listen and, um, you know, again, we will keep that hot content coming. So um, I know that I introduced this show, but I'm actually the interview yes. E today. Um, it's Let's Talk Relationships or Let's Talk okay. Marriage. Um, and Tanisha and our special co-host, Carmisha, <laughs> um, is going to be interviewing myself and Chris. Um, I know you guys heard from a couple episodes back, Chris and I are getting married November 16th. So we'll talk about our journey, how we got here, what we like, what we don't like, when he get on my nerves, when I get on his nerves, which I don't, but whatever. We'll talk all about that. And they about to get up in our business. Yes. And we're going right into the question. Yes. <laughs> how did you guys meet? Um. So we met. My version or her version? We can get both. Okay, it's always two sides to the story. Go, Brittany. And then it's the truth, which is uh-huh. mine. Okay, so we met um, at a at a uh, intramural sports game um, for a company that we both worked for at the time. So they always say you meet your husband or you meet your side person at work. You know what I'm saying? True. That's, that's, that's I true. I believe that. Leave that so, part out. But I mean, people be meeting they next wives and husbands at work because mm-hmm. they spend so much time together. True. But yeah, we met at a, a event. Um, Carmisha was actually there. Yep. Um, she was coming to all my games. I ain't played volleyball since. But um, you so don't we, need to play either. It's I okay. know. <laughs> you, got, you got what you you got what you got. Right. So um, we met there, and then um, I didn't really like him. And then he was like, "You gonna like me?" And I was like, "But nah." And then eventually, I just started liking him because he was the last man in it. <clears throat> oh shit! <laughs> she always try to play me. She does. Go ahead, Chris. Go she on. really liked me. She was over there asking my frat brother about me. She didn't want for real. Oh, she front Brittany. She was friend. Oh no! <laughs> nah, she really didn't like me though. She really didn't. The story is true. She didn't like me, but yeah, I know. You know I'm just gonna let you. I was persistent. Very. Yeah, you was very like persistent. he was annoying me about Rennie. <laughs> I texted you one time. She fronts. She fronts now. now yeah. They're just the front and best friends. <laughs> he was annoying. <laughs> Tanisha was involved in this as well. She 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 was like that boy like you. <laughs> she like uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, yes, you know, Tanisha, you was yes, a, uh, I, and I paid for her food. Mm, I said, ooh, he paid for your food, girl. Yeah. Yeah, he, he my friend. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> More than a friend. That was the truth. Ha! Okay, so when and where did you guys first kiss? Shit, I don't know. Oh, I man. forgot. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, he knows. I do. I remember because it, it's, it surprised me. She kind of like. She just kissed me. We was, Nigga, she was, what? She was I on, yeah, she. I, we mean, were I at, don't remember. We were at my house. So how you say like? I don't remember. We were at my house in my bed. We were watching TV. Oh, 
Come on. Um, no, we were, we were in my bed watching watch TV. Watching Netflix and chill. Yeah, and then, like, we were just talking, and then she just, out of nowhere, just kissed me. And I was like, that was... It was just, random that, because she she was acting like you know you're not gonna get this you're not gonna get that <laughs> oh, like, slid right in yeah and I, it wasn't like that but we, but you know yeah, yeah she kissed me we got it okay yeah I'll take that because I don't remember um but it's probably it wasn't a lie. no passionate all it wasn't it was, it was just like let me just kiss it wasn't like thing. on the movies and then like that actually I thought it was that time that I drank your whole bottle Hennessy oh, that night but let's not talk about that <laughs> yeah, next question we talking about that night <laughs> okay what. What was it about your, um, well, what was it, Chris, about Brittany that made you think that she was the one? And then, Brittany, what was it about Chris that made you think he was the one? Mm, good question. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot. I mean, she was, you know, very genuine the whole time that we've, you know, been speaking with each other, talking, boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, she kind of elevated me some. She pushed me to, like, oh. yeah, you did. A lot. So um, she want all the credit, <laughs> right? She want all the credit. Like, I ain't do nothing, but I was Beyonce. No, she, she let me upgrade. Like, I was, like she said, we met at work, and I was um, a collection agent, mm-hmm. and I had a master's, and I wasn't doing anything with it. And I complained, I complained, I complained, and she kind of like got on my ass every day until I made a change instead of just all talking right. about it. So it was like she was pushing me to new heights that I didn't think I could go to. So yeah, that's when I knew. But I, I think the first day I saw her, I told my best friend, I was like, "That's my wife." And claim I was just playing, but I was oh. serious. Okay. I was like, "That's my wife. She fine. Like I'm gonna talk to her tomorrow." <laughs> whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you better claim it, Chris. I like it, honey. <laughs> yes. Um, that's nice. So when I knew. Okay, so it was it was several times. <laughs> I think I just kept getting several confirmation. Okay. I was like, okay, God, I get it. He's my husband. Um, so the first time I knew that, um, like, he's somebody that I can spend a lot of time with and eventually build with is when that situation happened. A lot of men take um, women pushing them or us us women black mm-hmm. women pushing yeah. them um and they get criticized and they be like oh she too much she angry she always in my business like damn like i need to get away from her but no he actually took what i said and he did it and he didn't complain about it it was more like oh I, okay I, I feel you you need to you know this is cool um and i was i was impressed by that because i know a lot of like black men especially um they tend to shy away from us um, black women when we try to elevate them true because we can come out especially if you're a stronger black woman you could come off extremely strong and you know i don't know angry as they say but we we're not angry we just know that we i started dating you because of who you were and who i knew you could be so with that being said you know i love you now or i like you now but i know you can be more so let me keep pushing you so when he when he took that and he didn't take it as criticism he didn't take it as me being rude or anything like that he was like okay i got this i knew then um but then a year ago my family went through a really hard time we lost like the the soul like not the sole provider but like the person that held our family together um the glue he we lost him and we didn't know what the hell to do but 
in a sense, Chris stepped up, man, because everybody was in a fucking panic. Like, we just didn't know what was going on. One of the strongest men in our family, or the, the strongest men in our family, is, like, in pain, and we don't even know if he's going to wake up. Um, he stepped up for my granny like crazy because it's, it's my grandfather. Um, my granny needed to go to the store because she don't drive. He was I was calling him, like, hey, what you doing? He's like, I'm taking your granny to the store. Like, you know, just small things like that. Or when we at the hospital and we didn't hear really good news, he'll he'll walk out and I'm like, oh, it's because he can't handle it. But he come back with like snacks, like little small things um, that I was like, damn. And so, you know, at that point, my granny is one of like she's so private. She don't you don't listen. That lady ain't gonna tell you nothing. But when she was telling me, like, I'm going to call Chris to help me. I'm like, damn. Like she didn't call nobody but my grandpa, and the fact that you know she was willing to like get comfortable with Chris and let her, him help her on that level, I was like, okay, yeah, God, I got you. That's my dog. That's my husband. Aww. So yeah, super cute. Yeah. Th- that's really Go cute. Chris, but is. I feel like I need to put my two cents in well, here. Yeah. <laughs> I was here from the beginning, from like their first day. Chris, you know, had texted me said he liked Brittany. You know. But I feel like I knew that Chris was the person for my best friend, like after um, a couple of their arguments. Wow. Like, and, and I say this because after you've been through like a really bad relationship and stuff and you see God, you, you, you know, you hit your little moment where you have a little crazy mm-hmm. moment. Y'all get into an argument and they mm-hmm. like just dip out and run or out. Chris was like completely opposite to me where I thought it was annoying. But then later on, I realized like. That's her husband. He's not going anywhere, right. even if she tries to push him away. Like, and they may not want me to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But like one <laughs> night, <laughs> we all went out, and basically we left him downtown. Okay, and shit, we did leave you downtown. <laughs> she, you know, and I'm not, well. I say we, but really, Brittany made me leave I Chris, did. and she made me not answer his phone. I he actually really felt really bad that night, and I didn't want to leave him down <laughs> there. But wrong. that is my best friend, so at the end of the day, like you know, <laughs> ride or die. Ride I did feel die, bad for you. <laughs> and she made us leave him downtown and stuff. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, he gonna freaking break up with her because that's that's fucked up. Like that's really messed up. Like he gonna leave her. And the <laughs> next good. morning, I'm trying to sleep. I'm probably snoring drooling i don't even know and chris is banging at my door like wanting to talk to britney and i was like this man is crazy yes and even then she kept trying to trick him it was like let's go outside so she could lock him outside back outside and close the door and he would not fall for it and i was just like you know what like chris is not going anywhere he always gonna be with britney like he is Damn. not going nowhere like besides all the other things like they definitely have built together and like he's always been there for her but i think something people need to know is like when you're in a relationship you need to make sure you're gonna be there through the bad times yeah and through the crazy times yeah and chris is there for the the good (laughs) the bad and the ugly you know pop up at her best friend house at six o'clock in the morning to talk to her after we didn't let him downtown okay because i've been like "Uh uh-uh bitch you left me it's over don't call me block (laughs) yes and i knew in that moment i said that is gonna be my best friend's husband and a couple of months after that i was like so what's up with this wedding ring though when we go on wedding <laughs> ring shopping you already <laughs> and we started planning her proposal but i knew in that moment when we left him downtown he was the one yeah cool that's nice i didn't know that i didn't know you felt that way okay how long did you guys date before you got engaged um three and a half years mm-hmm. yeah three, three and a half and years a half. okay 
It was a very simple question. Yeah. <laughs> there's an argument there. It's a timeline. Okay, what is your love language? So my love language is um uh like when when they do things for you. Acts of service. Yeah. Acts of service. Acts of service. Um because that's how that's um how I was raised. So that's how I feel loved. Um what about you? Mine is um words of affirmation. Yeah. Oh Lord, yes it is. So trying to figure that out, was there like a little conflict or definitely. Um we <laughs> Shit, we really just kind of got to the point of understanding each other's love language um, because, you know, when when he would do things for me, I felt love. So I'm good. Right. I sometimes said thank you, but it was just like, well, you love me. So I, I was on a high. Right. Um, but I would forget to 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 make him feel that person like, uh, you know, love because I'm not that person at all don't talk i don't really talk about my feelings um i do things for him so when he get home or um like i'll, I'll take her things around the house um and i thought that he was feeling love because that's how i felt loved mm-hmm. um and then after reading the book which i actually made him read with me um i realized like damn nigga you ain't feel love in three and a half years because I, <laughs> I just do it you know what i'm saying when things need to be done and he asks me to do it i'm gonna do it without question i actually surprise him with doing shit because i thought that's the way to be loved because mm-hmm. that's how i felt i want to be loved and for me it was kind of like a surprise because i didn't realize that that's how i felt loved but when, after reading that book i was able mm-hmm. to see like oh yeah, when you tell me, like when she say, oh, you got a haircut, you look good. Or Ooh, I like haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when I get a haircut, I feel like a new man. So when she acknowledges it, it just, you know, it makes me feel on another level. But those things that she didn't say all the time kind of affected me like mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. Um, but with her, it's not even just, um, what is it? It's not just um, acts of service. Yeah. It's kind of like she likes to feel secure. Like, things are handled Mm -hmm. and so with that i she felt that she was i feel like because the man that she had in her life her grandfather that made sure everything was handled she grew up not having to like really care about those things so in a relationship it kind of carried over to where she wants to feel that everything is taken care of and she don't have anything to worry about so that's what i'm here for like to actually Make sure that that's okay. So I just want to be very clear. I know how to take care of business. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely because I I learned that from my yeah. grandfather. So the security <clears throat> of how well I know how to take care of business, um, I needed to feel that from him, and he probably was taking care of business the best way he knew. Mm-hmm. But my level of taking care of business is on a whole nother level. That goes back to that episode <laughs> that y'all had that. I don't need a man syndrome. It was like, I don't need you to do this, but I would like for you, would to, do for you to do it. Yeah. I would I would like for you to, you mm-hmm. know, make sure that this is handled, make Absolutely. sure that it's handled. But let's be clear, I can do it myself. Like and I told her that's how that episode came about is because like I know you can do this and I don't need to hear it. Right. Like don't tell me, oh, I can do this without you. Yeah, but I got I get Just that because I'm like, let me handle it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was I, you know, I got I've gotten a lot better 
um because i used to you know do the checklist did you do this did you do this did you just i know you ain't do that oh you did pay the credit card cool um because you know i like to handle things on a man a, a high level mm-hmm. So I expect for things to be in a certain way. And he's learned that about me. So now I don't even ask. I don't even, it it is what it is. I know it's taken care of. And that security that I have is perfect. Like um, we, we came a long way. Yeah. Let's put it like that. Who said, I love you first. Chris. I think Chris did. I I probably did. I think he said he loved me with like all his actions first. And then I was just like, this fool fucking loves me. Like, I already know it. He just (laughs) hasn't said it yet. Uh, I was a sucker. He was a sucker. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew that Chris, like, well, I knew Chris loved me because when I felt the way I, when I when I seen the way he treats his sisters and his mama, and I felt mm-hmm. that he started treating me that way, um, I was like, oh yeah, this fool like me a lot because you know what I'm saying the way he talked to his mama is gonna be the way he talked to me. <laughs> uh, but no, that I I think Chris did say he loved me, but I I knew that I loved Chris um a lot earlier than he think, but he ain't gonna know when. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we need Next to get question. into some like juicy questions like yeah. when was y'all's first argument and how did you yeah, resolve that was my it next one. uh shit we used to have a lot of little arguments but the first argument like the first the point, big one. Oh yeah. yeah so i'm gonna tell you so chris before um we started dating chris was still like so college like he was 27 still so college because he's a um, a super kappa. Um, I'm not. Whatever. Far from it. So uh, he used to go back to um, he used to go back to commerce, which is his alma mater, and and um, that weekend he went to um, homecoming. <laughs> and so, mind you, I don't care what he does. I'm, I'm not a jealous person. Chris has never been. And Chris has made never made me feel like he was cheating or anything okay, like that. Now. Um. So I never had an issue with that, but I do have an issue with you saying you're gonna do some shit and you don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's that was my issue. Um. So I called. He called me and he he called me. He said, "Hey, um, leave your door unlocked." Mind you, I lived in a nicer neighborhood and I had like an 86 year old lady that lived across the street that had dementia. But it is what it is. She used to come to my house, be weird. But anyways, nothing nothing that I couldn't leave my door unlocked for. Um, leave your door unlocked. I'll be there in an hour. I'm leaving commerce now. Cool. I wake up. It's 430. No, Chris, door unlocked. I'm pissed. Called him. Phone going to the voicemail. Mm, okay. That's what you want to do. Ooh, so, I mind you, I, I never <laughs> for once thought that Chris was doing something that he had no business doing besides getting fucked up drunk. Period. I didn't think he was fucking girls. Right. I didn't think he had anything to cheating wise, but I just knew he had got belligerently drunk and he fell asleep in somebody's back seat, which used to annoy the shit out of me. Um, so he calls me. No, I called him that morning. Mind you. No, he called me. He said, I'm on the way. Um, uh, something. I can't remember. I said on the way where you live in Louisville, my nigga. Where are you going? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. They need to drop me off here in Arlington. I told them Arlington. I said, I don't know where you coming to in Arlington because you're not coming here. He was like, no, no, we we, back, we on the street. We on the street. So he get there. Top locked, locked. 
bottom lock locked. I stayed into I stayed in um, the condos that I stayed in had a window. It was like they were like old school. So it was like a window in the uh, the middle of the door. So I looked in the blinds and I was like, what are you doing here? He was like, oh, my God, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Let me in the house. Da, 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 da. I was like, no, I told you not to come here. Like I wasn't playing. He was like, <laughs> my ride already left. He's opened the door. My keys is in your house. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, no, I would not let him in. I think I went back to sleep. And he sat on the stairs. Um, I woke up. He was still out there. And then I opened up the door. And I was like, what happened? He was like, oh, my friend, brother, told me he was going to take me home. And then I woke up in his back seat. And now it was 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and what time was he told you to unlock your door? He told me around 12 o'clock that night. Yeah. I, I wouldn't let your ass in. Exactly. So I didn't let the, his ass in. The story is uh, 100% true. <laughs> I was fucked up. I was. I was 100% fucked up. Went to a party. First of all, it wasn't homecoming. It was a probate. So, you know, noobs probate. I'm fucked Super up. Super noob. So after the probate, it was an after party. I was supposed to ride back with somebody, but I decided to stay. I told her I was going to stay a little longer, go to the party, and I was going to ride back with my LB. So I get in the car. I'm... I'm drunk. They lay me in the back seat. I told I'm I'm like, all right, y'all take me to Arlington, right? Take me home. <laughs> he like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, because I could have rode with somebody else that was also leaving, you know, that night. But, um, like she said, I woke up, and when I woke up, it was the middle of the night. This was before the sun rose. I woke up and I stepped out the car, and I was like, where the hell am I? I didn't recognize where I was at. I was in the middle of some apartments that are on like off campus. But I, th- once my vision came clear, I was like, I know where the fuck I'm at. And my LBs, they out there doing something that they ain't got no business doing. Oh, wow. But they left me in the back seat the whole time. <laughs> so I was in the back seat <laughs> of the crazy. car. And I just, you know, I just got Drunk. back in the car and I, I started to, you know, turn my phone on. It was dead. She probably blew my phone up. Nah, um, I caught him once. Knew it was dead. Whatever. She You're not coming in the house. She probably blew my phone up. My phone was dead. Your phone used to go dead all the time. My phone was dead, and so I couldn't call and you know say anything to her. So she was pissed when finally when they finally came back out to turn the car on and start driving. It was you know like eight o'clock in the morning. By the time I made it there, it was I like ten. Leave me in the like I was pissed. That fool used to be all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yep. So okay, Chris. I know Brittany doesn't show uh, her emotions. How mm-hmm. did you deal with that? Like, did it irritate you? Like, how did you I deal just, with that? If, at first it did. I had to learn to kind of like hold off because eventually she will. But it, she likes to be a hard ass. Like, she don't like to show her emotions right then. Mm-hmm. But then she, once she, you know, calms down about a situation or um, it, you know, settles She'll come back and she'll have a conversation about it. And then she'll, you know, tell me how she's feeling or whatever. Now it's kind of, since she's learned Meek and I've learned her and I'm, I'm able to give her that space. She's able to understand, like, I do like to talk about things. I don't like to let stuff, you know, settle. Yeah. And that sometimes can be bad. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, it was hard. It was, it was real hard. Cause my family's there. That's completely opposite. Like right. we're, we're emotional people. We mm-hmm. show our emotions. We talk about stuff. We don't like, this not not disclose things to each other so when she used to do that it used to irritate me but i had to learn that you know we come from different backgrounds and her way of you know processing things is going to be different than mine 
So, Brittany, do you feel like you need a lot of alone time or? I do. Um, and we, and the thing is, um, we could be in the same house, but I can't be in the same room a lot, a long time. Mm. Um, so a lot of the times when I was going through certain things, um, I just go on the patio, chill out by myself, tell them not to come out there. I sit in, I sit in my car a lot. I go, cause I get that from my mama. Um, Cause I don't really want to leave because that's my comfort zone, mm-hmm. which is my house, but someone else is in there and I don't really want to talk to that person because <laughs> I'm used to staying by myself. So I go to my car um, and I just kind of chill out for an hour or two. Um, and then most sometimes since I've learned that he likes talking about things, I come in the house and I'll be like, Oh, well this happened. And I, you know, sometimes I go into detail. Sometimes I don't. Um, he's learned not to push. If I don't feel like talking about it right then and there, I, you know, I, I, I don't. Um, and then eventually, maybe a week, even maybe within an hour or two, I'll talk about it. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I'll handle it. Yeah. Now you can keep going. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure, you know, I'll keep going. Okay, so just say... Um, you get stuck in your marriage. Um, just say y'all get married and two years down the road, it's like, oh, Lord, what happens? Right. All right. Would you guys consider counseling? Oh, hell yes. I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm not opposed to You're you know, not opposed talking. to it? At he, first, he I was. was at, really? first. at first, I was really, like, you know, against it because I see a lot of people that go through issues and they go to counseling, right. but then the counselor is, like, a failed marriage, failed oh. attempts, like, thousands of failed attempts at mm-hmm. marriage and it's like how can i really you know take what you're saying for gospel when you're not a living proof got it and so right, it. but i can see like okay you have perspective and i'm like i'll take what you're saying like this is your experience but i will use it in in the way that i can implement it in my relationship right. other than just shutting it out uh, you know all together I 100% agree. Um, I've, um, as I stated on other episodes, I've been to counseling before, and I've, I, I think that that helps me. Um, it was hard to go to counseling because I'm a very um, close person when it comes to certain things, um, just because of the way my family is in general. Um, but I feel like a person that does not seek help when needed is a fool. Like for real, for real, I believe in that 100%. Because, you know, most of the time it's just a miscommunication that you can't like it can be resolved if someone else hears it and you and they explain it the way that that other person is saying it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not trying to hear what you're trying to say, because right now I, you know, you, you, you the opposing force. (laughs) I'm I'm on this side of the argument. You on that side of the argument. Um, But one thing I had to realize is, hell, you know just from reading which is counseling as well um just because you know he has a different opinion and i have a different opinion um and and we're arguing um we we're not against each other the goal is to continue you know to be on the same team um because when when we're on opposite forces everybody's losing chris ain't winning i ain't winning we both just in that whole losing because event like it's going to continue to come up. So um, the counseling coming in and a person that can come in and show me how Chris feel, because most likely he's not saying nothing to hurt me. And 
you know, and I'm not saying nothing to hurt him, but we just have different views, which mm-hmm. is okay because we have totally different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we don't necessarily have to either one of us have to be right. But with that, you have that counselor can show like he's not wrong or you're not wrong. You're just seeing it this way and he's just seeing it this way. So, yeah, I love counseling. Okay. Yeah. Last question. Oh, go, Carmen. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought of a question right when you had asked me if I had any more questions. Yeah, of the perfect question to me. So right now, you know, my boyfriend and I are new, and I've kind of talked to you about this, but we're thinking about moving in together. So, what advice would you have to like couples that are moving in together and combining their finances? (laughs) (laughs) I know the answer to that one. Um, talk, communicate, 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 communicate. Um, because somebody going to be stronger in the situation than the other. Mm-hmm. And you need to identify that person. And he needs to understand just because if you are stronger in that, that field, don't feel de- emasculated. I guess that's the, yeah. the I, did I said, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because somebody's going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. And in our relationship, I was the stronger one when it came to finances because of my background. Um, like I just, my, my grandfather instilled it in, in me very early how to be financially savvy. I fell out for a little bit, but then I came back on because it was a natural instinct for me. Right. Um, with that being said, it took him, it was a struggle. It was a power struggle um, because he was a man. He felt like I need to take care of this. I need to do this. But nah, I'm better. It's okay. I, you know, I'm, I can bring you up to speed, mm-hmm. but you have to be um, willing to right. to let me bring you up to speed. And once I brought him up to speed to to where I felt I would be comfortable with you handling my paycheck that I go every two weeks. To, I mean, get every two weeks to go every morning to get. Um, then we can do that. But until then, you know, I'm gonna need for you to follow my lead. And I, I, as you, as the provider, I want you to be on the side of me or ahead of me. And that's cool. But if you not on the side of me or the ahead of me, you not handling my finances Absolutely. and you need to understand it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was a lot of struggles and a lot of fights about that because of that. And it's certain situations that Chris is not even certain. It's a lot of situations. I'm even going to play this dude because he's very fucking talented. Mm-hmm. And that's why I fell in love with him. But when it came to finances, he really didn't have that background like me. Um, and I was able to bring him up to speed. And now, you know, I still look at the bank account every day because that's just me. But do I necessarily have to do that? Not at all. Mm-hmm. But it took a while. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good advice. That was. Last yeah. question. And I think I know the answer to this. Who is yeah. the best cook? <laughs> Christopher is the best cook. Um, it's definitely Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris most definitely can cook. The the I roles have changed in regards to that, um, and it's really it's really weird because most of the time women aren't really good at finances and men True. aren't really good at cooking. But it really switched, and Chris has been teaching me how to cook a lot better. She can really cook though. I don't, I don't know I mean, if y'all know, but she really can cook. She be cooking for me, and they'll be like, "Damn, baby, that's." 
I just want to say good. that like I've been knowing her almost as long as y'all been together, just a little bit longer, and I've never had a meal <laughs> from Brittany. <laughs> and we're best friends. She's never cooked. Okay, before I've cooked we several okay, times, so. and she's had my food. Yeah, I've only see. had your food. Yes. So, oh, Chris. so Chris tried to give her a couple points. So it's okay. No, 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 no. No, she just can saying. really. No, she can really cook though. She made I don't us know, some. Though, myself. She made us some steaks. She can cook Mexican food. You know how to make steaks. She made I don't this know. casserole. <laughs> when I tell you this casserole so good, like she made it when we were in the other place. Damn, he okay. hyping me. I like he it. Yeah, okay, so we was in the other up. place um, before the last place that we lived mm-hmm. in. She used to cook a lot more mm-hmm. because she was like, I can do this. I can cook, too. Because I used to, I would, before she didn't have groceries in the refrigerator, I made her go grocery shopping. <laughs> like, she would go to her grandmother's house and eat or she would get stuff from them. I was like, no, you, that's, you know, that's, that's going to stop. Like right, like today, that's stopping. We're going to Kroger. Yeah, we today. used to do that together, so we, and then you came and ruined. Yeah, so we, and, and the thing is, she, she lived like two minutes from the nearest Kroger. Like I you know. could walk to Kroger, and she wouldn't go there and get her own groceries. I was like, okay, that stops today. Let's go to Kroger. We went grocery shopping, and that from that day forward, you know, we cooked like daily weekly. and that's how cooked. I packed on twenty pounds, guys. <laughs> but still, at the end of the day, she was cooking, I was cooking, but her food is good. Don't okay, let her yeah. fool y'all. I think she don't know how to cook. She I right. don't. Well, I'll have to see. She's never said she didn't know how to cook. I just know you do. He just took right. the lead I, on I, it. I, I yeah. I she never said she I, didn't I, know I, how to I, cook. I, I'm just saying, as her best friend, <laughs> as the maid of honor in y'all's wedding, I've actually never had a meal that she cooked. Okay, but Brick cooked for Carmen. Wait a minute. Did you eat? Did you eat anything in country cooking? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, not really. Remember, I was like dying. Oh yeah, really she hard. was dying. Yeah, I think you, only ate one get? meal: the fish. Oh yeah, that oh, was you made that. That was on me. I, I never made lasagna. anything. Else. She cooked the lasagna. Uh, yeah. Lasagna was good. Yeah, she I did made cook the lasagna. lasagna. Okay, yeah, that's that was, was her. That was yeah. all her. Yeah, because I, I mean, I would come help y'all, but I wasn't eating because yeah. I was dying. But exactly. everybody knows I can cook. The world, all of Dallas knows. I kind of miss country. All of Dallas knows. We may bring it back. We may. We do have time for another question, though, y'all. We do. Yeah. Okay, Just let me see. Let me see. Do you have one, Carmisha? I can come up with one real quick. Um, <laughs> okay. Give if, us this a gonna, good one. if this is going to be our final question, yeah. mm-hmm. then I always say, how do y'all keep it spicy Ooh, in the bedroom? Good question. Ooh. So I'm going to be really honest. Real deal, no chill. Mm-hmm. Um, For a while there, we weren't having sex because I had gained so much weight. I wasn't really confident in the way that mm-hmm. I was looking. Um, and now that I'm like back feeling sexy again, we have sex a good amount of times. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it, it really did get there. And Chris was very understanding. I never told him. I think this is my first time actually saying it on air. The reason why we were not having sex. But he wasn't like, oh, my God, we need to have sex. Da, 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 da. He did get, you know how they get hangry? He was like. Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> yes. So he used to have little attitudes or whatever, but I personally I didn't know why. You know, uh, I just lost my sex drive and I was like, why happens. the fuck I why, you know what I'm saying? I, I usually like sex. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But um when we started working out and I started seeing like weight drop, mm-hmm. I was getting horny and we started having sex more and I realized like, oh shit, it's because you was fat, bitch. You didn't like having sex. So, but to keep it spicy, um, I mean, I just do like freaky shit. I'm freaky, really. I'm the freaky one. I think we're both freaky, though. And he's a capper. So think about that. He did wine and cheese. You might not want to think about it. (laughs) 
I mean, I know I asked the question, but now I want to throw it. She did the FYI, got TMI. Yeah, but yeah, that's how we keep it spicy. We you just have to taste all parts of the body. Okay. Okay. Let's do the spotlight. My mama is probably listening. She listens every week, but uh. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> just yeah. taste all parts of the body at all times, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your advice to couples and is to keep it spicy is just keep exploring each other's body. Yes. Yeah, basically, it's what y'all yeah. what's part, been working for y'all. Our yes. parts, you know, and also, inch, miles, also don't force sex. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I don't know if he knew, but he knew something wasn't right, and he wasn't upset like oh we ain't fucking da, 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 da. like he didn't have no attitude but like i feel like once we started back having sex it was better i i, I think that if he would have been making me have sex when i was not comfortable or feeling like sexy it would have been really bad yeah right so okay. yeah and then you can just you, you can talk about it yeah yeah like mm-hmm. to keep it spicy is that if that's the question talk about it like what haven't we done? Exactly. Yeah. So one what time, you like, what you know, like stuff like that. Last story. Um, so one time we were like in, we were, and I'm I'm super open. I will tell him like I don't like that. Like I don't like that you don't try to foreplay. You just be trying to pry my legs open. That's not sexy. Like I would tell him, <laughs> and I'm not shaking. <laughs> I have told him that. So one day we were on the bed. We were supposed to be going to Austin, and <laughs> he, I, he was like saying something about sex and I was like no like I don't like that you just you you know you it's like it's like you use pliers to try to open up my legs like you need to gradually kiss me and then they will come open like it works and so we were just talking about it and then eventually like it was so you would think it's weird because I just told him he like did it and we had like some amazing bomb sex and Gemma was on the bed and she jumped off like what the fuck is going on Gemma is disrespectful Gemma's disrespectful as hell Gemma needs to go and it's in her cage it's sexy time like if we forget to put her away before she don't know what's going on she be like trying to bark like we hurt each other but yeah no, mama and daddy is getting it. It's time. <laughs> Go to bed. She mad because she can't get it. <laughs> yes. So I just think that my closing remarks um, for this show is if you want a successful relationship, um, lean less on the materialistic things. Lean less on the, you know, the features of who that person is is physically mm-hmm. and lean more on you know their their mind and what they are and what they can potentially be in this relationship um if you're sure. looking to stay with somebody for years to come you have to look at them right then and then you have to look and say who they will be in 30 years mm-hmm. um and also what would you do to you know help that person get there and what is that person doing to help you get there um, and secondly, communicate, 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 because communication, bad Absolutely. communication is bad, toxic relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. What and do you think? I, w- I would say, like, for the men, um, don't be afraid for your woman to be strong because, mm-hmm. you know, our women are strong. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they, they have been strong for years and decades. And so um, – when you actually find the woman that's for you, she's going to be strong, but you're just going to have to be 
a little bit stronger, you know, mm-hmm. to stick around and be able to cope with those strengths that she has that you're probably not used to because you're dealing with, you know, little hoes. You're dealing with the little hoes, <laughs> you know, that's not there for the long haul. So keep that in mind. Always. So I think we're good. Yeah. All right, guys. Good thank us. you so much for listening. It was actually kind of cool talking about myself today. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, don't forget to go on and like and subscribe on all of our networks, which is Google Play, Stitcher, um, and Apple Podcasts. And then also, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Real Deal No Chill. Y'all have a good night. Thank Peace. you. Bye. Bye.